0: Ayo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on. Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone to the Caribbean. Seven days and eight nights, got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light. Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky. From New York City to the USVI is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up, cause we about to run the be like light forest gone. Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a tent, cause we did the things, and we'll do them again. Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out, cause we got the drink packed. And we're maxing it out. Everybody come on. I said, sound that horn. Cause we gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. Yeah.
1: All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the always be booked cruise cast show coming to you not quite live from Long Island, New York. I'm your host. My name is Tommy Casabona. We talk about cruising 95% of the time here every once in a while. We'll go off the rails. Here we are today, though. This is Thursday, May 12th, 2022, and we got a show for you today. You know, I didn't say, what am I supposed to say? You know, everybody says, we got a great show for you. To me, that's not for me to say. That's for you to say. You listen to the show, and then you come back to me and tell me, hey, this show was good, bad, or indifferent. But here we are doing okay, getting my ass walloped in the crypto game, net worth plummeting. I mean, plummeting, not ideal, not ideal, but we're, we're, we're putting our hopes on the whole, you know, it's a cyclical type of thing. It's gonna come back. You know, halfway through this crash I went in and bought some more. And you know what? You know what the crash said back to me? The crash looked at me and says, Tommy, we ain't done yet. We're about to we're about to go a little bit further into the depths of uh the abyss but here we are hopefully uh you know we'll see what happens you know it's out there we're out there nothing that uh i didn't don't think we put anything out there that will necessarily hey listen times are tough i lose ten dollars it affects my life we all you know as we gotta you gotta watch out hey who cares what is this cnbc what are we doing this is tommy casabona this is the always be booked cruise podcast what we're talking about today is how to effectively cruise as a soloist you know there's a lot of guides out there on how to cruise solo and there's a lot of generic stuff what i if i try to do anything on this channel what is it's not a channel jerk off it's a freaking it's a it's a it's a podcast it's an episode channel like i'm all ears all right let's take a breath hold on let me let me get an iced coffee sip here probably the last thing i need but let's do it Tell you what, the minute I tasted iced coffee, I loved it right away. Here's what's not the same this show, you know what I'm saying? This show, unlike iced coffee, is an acquired taste. A lot of people say, eh, you know what, Tommy, a little bit, uh, a little bit much at first. You're a lot, right? A lot at first. But then they get used to it. They like it. They find that the very things that annoyed them about the show earlier in their always be booked listenership, they find to be a little bit endearing. You know what I'm saying? But we'll uh, we'll see we'll see. If you want to join the Facebook group, it's uh, always be booked cruise and travel lounge. It's a group on Facebook. We've been interacting on there, having some fun. Always be booked uh, as well as well as the Instagram. Just always be booked and YouTube. Guess what it is? Always be booked. You got it. You got it. You little superstar. Uh, I try to, at the top of the show, promote the Patreon. The Patreon has been going really, really well lately. I uh, haven't missed a beat. Now, you're going to say, Tommy, well, you didn't do a show today. Well, listen, guys, I got a regular show today, right? So I think you can give me that, right? If I'm going to do a month straight, every single day, Patreons averaging 32 minutes a show. If you're going to give me a day off, let me let me get a day off on the day that I'm going to co- record an actual episode of the Always Be Both Cruise podcast, right? We got to do that. We got to feed the cones. It's not just all about you, super cones, is it? Anyway. Patreon every single day, people are uh, the feedback is really really good. I kind of pour my heart out on there. We talk cruising, but then we talk non-cruising. We talk everything, and who knows? Maybe I'll surprise you later tonight if I'm feeling froggy. If this iced coffee lasts and kicks in and does what it's supposed to do, maybe I'll follow this up with a surprise Patreon today too. But how much of me you're really going to deal with, right? Right? Let's let's, let's take it easy. All right, let's talk. So you, what I try to do is not be. Run-of-the-mill. There are so many of those lists on the internet. There's so many episodes out there of uh, whatever, uh, a podcast. I don't want to say podcast. I shouldn't say that. Just in general, all the we know who the hardcore creator, creators are, the cruise people, the people who are in the business uh, of creating cruise content on a, on a semi-weekly uh, or daily basis, and they crush it, and they're dialed in, and you're getting the real deal. But then there's so many people out there who you're just going to see. They're just going to put this up, put that up because I heard this about a cruise. Here's an example. So I guess CBS, so a couple lives on a cruise ship. I mean, how many years are they going to run back this story? Couple lives on a cruise ship. Say it's say they say it's cheaper than paying their mortgage. And I want to put an APB out there. Now, I know a lot of my friends, you know, the, the people that I roll with day to day, the people who I'm friends with, the people who I interact with, um, I would say 85% of them have no maybe even more have no clue that i have a cruise podcast it was funny where crazy uncle mike's uh you know when, when people come in and they say oh we're here for tommy and you know we we listen to his podcast and oh you're here for tommy your friends with Tommy? yeah we listen to his podcast with well, tommy has a podcast what tommy get over here you got a podcast yeah but uh I'm saying like all the people who I guess casually create content just for those views just for those dollars you know those people who you can tell just by what they when they turn on the camera you could tell this is a money grid and not it then they're not in it for anything else but to read a couple of headlines and get some money it's a business for them It's a business for a lot of us but for a lot of us it's a, a business that you know it's from the heart. It really, really is. And I think I've paid the cost and I've paid my dues to show you that I definitely have cruising running through my proverbial veins. And uh, I I have to say that we got... (laughs) people know i love cruising so those people who don't know i have a cruise podcast they know i love cruising and i will just get bring it's like the stock market just crashed and I, and I get like a bunch of updates i'll see 11 missed texts uh my 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 dms will be blown up and it'll just be like the same article anybody if there's an article that comes across across mainstream america it comes to me if, if it's regarding cruising you know and oh you know, do we need another story about the couple that decides to live at sea this is happening all all over the place, and it's not just like you know they decided. Okay, now I live at sea. You know this must have hurt uh, hurt the world uh, residents at, at sea because that is a very basic ship. But that was pretty much the only ship that people would kind of like really think of to kind of set up a residence at. But then it's just become if you do the numbers and crunch the numbers, and you see that you know if you have a little bit of a nest egg and you have retirement and you have social security and all that stuff coming in. In many, many ways, if you're with the love of your life, or or even if you're not, a la Super Mario, like why not just take up residence at sea and ride it out from there? Now, Super Mario has said to us, he's going to, if he gets bad news or he thinks he's close to death or something, he's going to swan dive off the top of the ship. These are not my words. These are his words. He's going, Royal Caribbean, have the camera on Super Mario. He's going to jump off one of your cruise ships one day. He told you in a video. Okay, and am I am I the guy that's going to sit here and blame them? No, a lot of overboards, right? A lot of man, you know, that's still racist to be like man overboard. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't say that. Should be. Uh, why is there a pronoun in in front of this? Is this is very offensive to me that they're, you know, they don't even ask what their pronouns are before they de- decide what's overboard? Okay. It should be now they, are, they they overboard. It's a them overboard. It's a them overboard situation, right? I'm kidding around. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? Um, so the, these overboards, they're happening more frequently, and I don't know what it is. I could tell you right now, it does seem like there is a little bit of a decline in the status of the mental health of the average American in general across the board. So when that happens... I guess you're going to get a little bit more of that. I just think that I wonder, I wish there was like a monitor. I wish there was a way to gauge once they make that decision to take that leap into the water. I got, I want to, I want to gauge or guess how quickly they regret that decision. You know what I mean? Who chooses death by drowning in the ocean slash possible eaten by sea creatures? Who chooses that? I don't know. And even if you don't get eaten, anytime somebody's jumped in, right? Anytime there was an attempted, perhaps maybe suicide and they've been rescued, they were so happy to be rescued. So happy to be rescued. It's not even funny. So talking about these people that are jumping over, I got a little bit of a controversial take on it, I would say. Now, I don't agree with I don't know. I think it's a mistake to jump off the side of a cruise ship in the middle of the night. I think it's a – call me nuts. Call me crazy. I know I'm a real outside-of-the-box guy. But I think it's a mistake when you jump off the side of a cruise ship. But having said that, taking your life in that regard, that's up to you. And and I I went on a cruise once, you know, and, and, and I was with a psycho a psychologist. And a person who did social work and psychology, and uh, she she did it for a bunch of years. And we were on a it was it was in a group, and you know I wasn't necessarily best friends with her, but we would speak about it. And I guess maybe there was a suicide uh, story that was in the news recently, or whatever it was, or whatever. I, I have no idea. Uh, but it came up. It came up as a topic about suicide, and she said it. She said it flat out as a psychologist and social worker. She said, "Listen." There are people out there who this world is just not right for. There are people out there who just cannot get ahead. They cannot get out of their own way. They try to make a move forward. It doesn't work. They can't get any momentum whatsoever. And it, the world is a dark place for them. And I have no problem. If they want to take their own lives, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with them killing themselves. I strongly feel that they should not do that if they have other responsibilities, uh, if they're leaving people behind that count on them. And I strongly believe that they should not do that if uh, they're going to do it in some sort of a spectacle way that's going to affect the mental health of other people. Just go away and do it on your own. But I, uh, wow, what an uplifting episode, huh? Wow. I don't, all I'm saying is that, you know, people jump off cruise ships. It's happening more and more lately. And, you know, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine doing that. I can't imagine taking my life, let alone doing it off a cruise ship. But in some regards, I felt in that way where like, sometimes you just can't get anything going. And for some people, you know, some people, everybody has their ups and downs, but for some people who never just never get those ups, you know, if they really, really want to do that and relieve themselves of that pain, I'm not saying I a hundred percent agree with what, you know, the, the woman I was talking to is saying, but I do kind of see part of it. I do kind of see it. And, you know, is it always said if they want to end it? What may be sadder is just them going through life 24 seven of pain, 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 suffering, suffering, suffering. If they want to do that, if they want to turn the lights out, if this life is not for them and they want to maybe we should not get in their way. I don't know we'll talk about it. tell me your feelings on that you know we'll, we'll we'll put it in the emails and we'll we'll continue this uplifting discussion right all right let me let me stop with this stuff all right so i want to i want to talk about norwegian and how bad they uh, pissed me off uh- <laughs> I love Norwegian Cruise Line. You guys know that. But they, 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 two things. I meant to say this a few episodes ago. Shout out to Ryan. We cruised Ryan. Ryan. Uh, I cruised at Ryan. I got to say it right. This was a solo cruise, so I can't know we about it. Uh, but I cruised with Ryan, met Ryan on a cruise ship, and he's an avid cruiser. Several dozens and dozens of cruises he's been on. He organized the pub crawl on our uh, gem cruise to the South Caribbean or Eastern Southern Caribbean, whatever you want to call it. I think with the uh, advent of Antigua, 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 <clears throat> I think you can kind of put it in the realm of Southern, maybe who knows long cruise, 10 day cruise. He organized the bar crawl and it was uh, basically a subgroup of the Facebook group that, you know, all these cruises tend to have. And, uh, they, they, <laughs> It was a fun time. You know, people were walking around, getting to know each other, meeting, meeting each other, telling, you know, making friends, basically having drinks. And you know what happened? An official from the cruise ship. I don't know who it was. Some guy, you know, wearing one of the captain's gear, some sort of officer or something went into the group and tried to find out. Now, I'll tell you this. The bartenders don't like this. And. I don't know, mixed feelings. I get it. You know what I mean? Normally, you're going about your day, You know, making a couple of drinks here, a couple of drinks there, a couple of drinks here. A lot of times, you're busy, sometimes more busy than others. But then when, yes, a 25-person bar crawl comes to the bar, of course, that's going to change the day a little bit, okay? But I don't get what you're supposed to do about that. Right? What do you, What do you want to do? Like this is gonna make our crews better. We're not doing anything wrong. The guy actually went up to Ryan, and told Ryan that this is not acceptable. This is not legal. Whatever the term he used, said that the bar crawls were not were 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 outside of the law, and we're not going to allow for the bar crawl to continue. And. Ryan went over to him, and Ryan's a gentleman, very polite. Spoke to him, uh, tried to find out why, and Ryan was understandably kind of taken aback by this, shocked by this, handling it truly professional, but wondering, "What are you talking, sir? I don't, I don't get it." Well, how to see me already having had like maybe like six or seven vodka sodas? My question when Ryan got back to me, I was like, "You should have just said." What are you going to do about it? <laughs> and of course that's not the right way to handle it, but I do ask the question: what are you going to do about it what what is um, how do you how do you possibly regulate that? You come into a group group of people who are having a great time on day three of the cruise, and you go up to each of them and say, "Hey, bar crawls are not allowed my mind's ready to explode. How? How sir, how would you how would you possibly enforce that rule? Okay, disperse. You go to this bar, you go to that bar, you go to this bar, you go to that. Everybody, this we're all gonna be, we were all everybody who was in that bar crawl was probably planning on doing the same thing on that lovely C Day headed towards the Eastern Caribbean. They were gonna have drinks at the bar. In this case, they decided to do it in a group together. We did. So what, what people just don't think things through i think like what do you well, you first of all what's what's where's the rule where's the policy and how is it enforceable whatsoever by law 64 statute number 3 paragraph 1 says no more than 8.5 people in one group can ever travel from bar to bar on any given sea day and order drinks. How? How how do you say that there's no bar crawls? It's just, to me, it's embarrassing for you to try to, I guess, enforce that. I would like to hear all the legal people that might listen to this. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Cruise line rolls up to about 30 people. Says, hey, we don't like this. No more bar crawls. Shut it down. Uh, this is coming from Norwegian management. No more bar crawls. How, how do you, where, do, wh- what kind of recourse do they have to say that? And how would they possibly enforce that? Answer me. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. I really want to hear also how they pissed me off. You know what they pissed me off about? They seem to like Frank Del Rio is a fiery guy and I like him. I do like to call refer to him as the uh, Tony Montana of the crew CEOs. He's a fiery fellow. He, 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 he barks back. He's aggressive. That same mentality probably allowed him to kick and crack, scratch and claw his way up to a 20 plus annual dollars a year salary and be the CEO of one of the largest cruise lines in the world. Congratulations. All, All praise, all praises to him. But the thing is, is like, why do they always have to remind us that they are going to be charging us a lot of money for cruises? You're a distant third, maybe fourth in terms of cruise lines, size of cruise lines in the world, worldwide. You're definitely fourth if you're doing it world. Three maybe if you're gonna consider the uh, America, distantly behind Carnival and Royal Caribbean. Why are you running around shooting your mouth up? Remember when you got into a fight with um, you know, DeSantis in Florida, uh, going back and forth, having a pissing competition, Donald Trump style. Either way. They they was just it was it was entertaining, but geez, is this is this really productive? Just just tweeting at each other? But uh, what, what, why do you have to say, oh, yeah, we, we're not in a rush to get full. We're not in a rush to, to get our full fleet back to sea because we're happy the way we are, because we're, we're making money because we're charging more. You know what I mean? On two separate occasions, I've heard them say in the press, yes, cruising is going to get more expensive with us. Expect that to happen and expect that to happen significantly. Like, why, do you, why don't you just raise the prices and not just be a dickhead to us? We're your customers. We're your, we're your, we're your client base. And you know what? You don't, you don't, you're, not, you're not that brash when you nickel and dime us to death. I mean, try to look up, a, a Nor- do this exercise. Look up a Norwegian cruise right now, two people, any cruise you like. And let's just say you want drinks and you want the internet or whatever it is. Uh, just Just try to do that. And log on and see where it gets you. See where you end up. See what your final price is by the time you're ready to check out. From when it says cruise, six days, Eastern Caribbean, $399. By the end of the thing, you're going to be close to two grand. No matter what if you want to uh you know if you want to get a non sale away if you want to pick your cabin if you want to have a uh, di- god forbid a drink or an internet package or or a dining pa anything you're going to get cl- it's going to it's going to be far and away more than what you think it think it would be you get your they get their money you know what I mean however whatever means necessary i don't know it's uh it's just how you say it, you know what i mean the nickel and diming do you telling me i can't do a bar crawl do you telling me that uh you know I, 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 you're gonna raise prices. Why do you have to? Why do you have to do it? Let me calm down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Margaritaville at sea is an official thing. May fourteenth. This is the twelfth today. Uh, it's gonna be probably the thirteenth by the time you hear it. Maybe not, but um, it it'll, it'll this will go out tonight. But Saturday, this Saturday, Margaritaville at sea is finally a thing. Shout out to the the the, the guys from the coop. Uh, you know, the uh, the Ship Show fellas, you know, everybody over there was, they, they God bless those guys. They were ready to try it. Now, shout out to John, John from the Ship Show. Great, great YouTube channel, great community. You should check them out on YouTube. They do a live stream on Wednesday nights. Very, very loyal. Not, this is what I guess, you got to say this about them. This is what you have to say between John and uh, York, a.k.a. Yorkie Doodles, a.k.a. Doodles. They put on a cruise show. That definitely does go go all over the map. They definitely do toe the line as far as some risque type of uh, stuff, which we love over here. They do hit the sauce a little bit. They're big on the cigars. They're big on uh, just just enjoying things, enjoying things in in a, in a good quality crew. And while they may not be the biggest YouTube community out there, I'm here to tell you, if it's if it's 130 people that go and watch that live stream those 130 people are there every week there is a loyalty to that uh live stream that just wackiness they found they found each other they found their tribe and that's a good thing and they were you know and 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 dare i say i hope john doesn't mind me saying this but i feel like they have a flair for the good life they enjoy they don't they do not suffer uh lack of quality very well they do not they have a taste for the finer things i'm not saying this. they're by far not snobs or egotistical or bougie or anything like that but they have a certain demand like i think john will tell you, has a certain demand for what his expectations are in a main dining room or on any cruise in general and when he saw me on the bahama paradise cruise line And he saw there was only one thing that he said. There was only one thing that he observed and one comment that he made in one of my pictures that he happened to kind of come across. He just said, oh, my gosh, is that AstroTurf? (laughs) Yes. The second row of the Lido deck was lined with AstroTurf. Yes, it is a rough, rough cruise ship. It's from the 90s. Okay, it's from the 90s, the Grand Classica, formerly Costa Cruise Line ship. Other cruise lines had it, I believe. Oh, no, I think Bahama Paradise took it right, uh, right from Costa. But it's a nice little ship. And uh, what happened was Jimmy Buffett partnered up with Bahama Paradise Cruise Line and decided to basically paint it the colors of the parrot. And it's now a Margaritaville at sea. You guys may have heard of the Margaritaville franchise. You know that was uh, uh What is it? Um... Who got a... Uh, not Hilton. Um, uh, it'll come to me. I'll shout it out. Uh, come on, give me it. five. Four. Wyndham. Wyndham Resorts. Wyndham partnered up with Jimmy Buffett. And Wyndham was like, yes, we will help you out and let's partner up and make Margaritaville in general. And these resorts, try looking up Hollywood, Florida, uh, anywhere in South Florida, if you want to stay at a Margaritaville. They charge you a pretty penny. I mean, some of these hotels in South Florida are out of control, Margaritaville, as well as shame on the hard rock, that guitar hotel that they put up. I mean, you can't afford this stuff. The, the average person cannot afford these places anymore. I mean, you're talking, I, mean, I, 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 I like to, I like to, I like to go on a good vacation and I'm not afraid to spend a little bit of money, but you got to tell me like, it's really $850 a room. Come on. It's a, all, all the time. Not even just peak season all the time. Come on, work with me a little bit. Anyway, Bahama Paradise Cruise Line turned the Grand Classica into Margaritaville at Sea. Okay, idea is to mirror a lot of what they see on some of the land-based resorts. Uh, in some of the additions that are going to be on the Grand Classica, which is now the Margaritaville at Sea, is the JWB Prime Steak and Steakhouse and Seafood, which is uh, currently available on their land-based resorts. They're going to do a thing called Jimmy's Ship Show. Did you hear that, John? York, Jimmy's Ship Show. Um, I don't know if you want to check in on some of the licensing fees that they may owe you. They may owe you some money there to be able to use the word ship show. It's a musical journey with stories from Jimmy's best-selling book, Tales from Margaritaville. Um, and that 's the two basic new real things the only two new things that they 're really going to do, aside from the decor. all the rooms look cool, the rooms look like they 're kind of Jimmy Buffetted out, maybe a guitar on the wall, Jimmy Buffett, maybe pictures, maybe brighter kind of i guess uh what would you say fun? Decor, fun colors, uh, a lot of lot of additions, but mostly cosmetic. Those are the two really. Just the steak and seafood joint, which is upscale. They'll still have the regular main dining room, and then Jimmy's ship show. Uh, but it, the ship is nice. You know what's really really nice about those ships? They maintain them very well. And as much as you love an oasis of the seas, an allure of the seas, as great as those ships are, with all that you can do on those ships. There's something to be said for being able to get around the ship in less than five minutes. No matter where you are, you're right there. I'll meet you at the casino. Well, I'll be there in three minutes. No problem whatsoever. Something to be said for that. Um, what else? What else did I want to kind of cover here? Oh, Princess. Princess Cruise Lines. Uh, Princess Cruises, I should say. They made a big step, and it looks like the, what would you call them? The premium market? The premium market cruise lines, I always kind of, you know, if you're going to match up Royal Caribbean and and Carnival, the mirror images, both owned by those respective cruise lines, Celebrity, if you're going to go up a notch, it's, I mean, sorry, Royal Caribbean, if you're going to go up a notch, it's supposed to be Celebrity. Carnival, if you're going to go up a notch, it's supposed to be Princess. They kind of like run parallel with each other. Celebrity, not too long ago, has gone gone in the direction of a more of an all-inclusive route, which is the uh, always, what is it? Always free or always... Always included, whatever it is, always free. Uh, the the Carnival version, Princess Princess went in with seventy five dollars. I love the way Princess did it. Yes, you gotta be ninety eight years old or above to get on a, cru- a Princess cruise. I do understand that, but I love what that they did. And I'm only kidding. Everybody, calm the f down. Okay, I love what they did. Nice and simple. Okay, we want to do an all-inclusive experience too. Well, is it going to fluctuate? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? No, it's $75 per day if you want to add that on. So they have their regular cruise prices done. These are the cruise prices. If you want to add that all-inclusive experience, and this includes internet, it includes uh, the drinks, it includes maybe some other stuff, $75 per day. Keep it simple. Put it on the board. Do you want it? Yes or no? Shut the F up. That's it. Good job at a princess, I have to say. All right, getting into it right now. Main topic for the show is a ideally, hopefully, you guys will per, uh, perceive it as a deep dive into the specifics, an actual uh, deep dive into what uh, you should do and how to really max out your experience when it comes to solo cruising. I know that's a very intimidating for a lot of people. It's weird, you know. Let's just talk about the word solo for a little bit. I've done it. I've done it a few times now. Uh, I i'm not here to lie to you in many ways or apples to apples i prefer cruising in a group i will not hesitate to go solo there are advantages to cruising solo i'll tell you the advantages to cruising with a group of people that you love probably outweigh those advantages but In many ways, a solo experience can offer you some things that a group of people cruising with another person or people cannot offer you. And I want to kind of, if you've ever thought about experiencing a solo cruise, this is a good thing to, uh, a good guide, I think, in my opinion, from someone who's done it a couple of times. And here's the thing, too. I'm an introvert. I talk a lot, right? This is a podcast. When I get nice and close and friendly with people, I uh, yes, I won't shut the f up. But I am not a great icebreaker. I'm not the most confident guy in the world when it comes to rolling up to a group of people. Hey, my name's Tommy. Wanna be friends? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm significantly below average when it comes to the per, the type of person that's going to do that type of thing. So that's why I think, uh, coming from my vantage point. This might be pretty helpful to everybody, including those people who might consider themselves a little bit of introvert, introverted, and some of you people out there who do not cruise solo and don't think it's going to be helpful to you. I think it will be anyway, because you never know. One day you may want to try a solo cruise. Maybe one day circumstances will put you in a position to have to solo cruise. Uh, God forbid if you don't if you don't if you don't want that to happen. And that's not necessarily everybody around you dies. No. You know what I mean? Things change throughout your life, and certain people uh, don't have a, p- People can have like 50 friends, but you know what? None of them like to cruise. That can happen. Family members, nobody likes to cruise. You want to get away? You want to bring your laptop, maybe get some work done, maybe get some R&R done, maybe a little bit of both? Solo cruise is always a good option, and here is the way I think you should most look to enjoy it. Let's start out with talking about pricing and how to make sure you get your best deal. Okay, first and foremost, many of you know about this trick. It's a little bit of a secret as a travel agent. A website like this is probably like uh, I don't know, like my enemy, I would say, but I'm, I I I want I'm I'm a travel agent second. I'm, a, I'm an advocate for the consumers first. So for you guys, cruiseplum.com. Many of you know it as C-R-U-I-S-E-P-L-U-M-B.com. And what this is, is a bit of a dream website it allows you to kind of go through a bunch of different search functions to really, really nail down specifically what you want out of your cruise and eliminate every single thing that you don't. Uh, so whether you're cruising solo or not cruising solo, it's still an amazing sight. So you could say, basically, I want to cruise in the month of October out of Fort Lauderdale. I want to get on a Carnival ship that's going to stop at San Juan, Puerto Rico, but it's going to leave me in San Francisco, California. Now, you might have zero. There may not be any cruises out there that do that. But they, if there is, they'll show you that one. You know what I'm saying? So, you can kind of put in specific ports of call. You can put in specific cruise lines, specific embarkation ports, uh, disembarkation ports. You could even do it down to the day. Cruiseplum.com. And that's just the general help it gives you. But the specific help that it gives you as it pertains to solo cruising, there are a lot of ships out there that will forego a portion or all of the solo supplement. Guys, Cruise lines are not ripping you off by charging you double, even though you're only one person in the room, okay? You're talking about a concentrated amount of space that they have to sell. Ideally, they can sell it till the last day they're going to try to sell it. They're in the business of profiting. So all of those beds, all of those berths, as they call them, are money to them, and they're looking uh, with passion towards filling all of them. So if you're going to cruise solo, you still have to pay for the other bed. That makes perfect sense to me. But in many cases, there will be situations where cruise lines understand that this ship is not going to sell out. So if it's a matter of getting somebody in that room and not having to charge them fully the for the full room, they will kind of say okay, this uh let's say Princess Cruises in uh august this one on the uh, regal princess not really selling too well let's try to draw some solos in let's take a little off the uh solo supplement you know what i mean that could go from you know half off the solo supplement they could the solo supplement could not could be completely gone so you'll be able to search by that you'll be able to figure out solo cruises that are you get the most bang for your buck and that's at cruiseplum.com great 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 website it is uh that's the type of website that oh, that's a travel agent killer, in my opinion. Now, I think there's a lot of other reasons why you'd use a travel agent besides that. And I think there's plenty of reasons to use a travel agent besides that. But again, I'm, I'm a travel agent. And I tell you, if you have a passion for booking cruises, you know, I, I, I thought about that the other day. Like, am I a weirdo for looking up cruises like that knowing that I'll never go on them? You're absolutely not. If you do that, you're not crazy. If you're at your desk and you're in a freaking, your boss is being a pain in the ass and they're giving you a hard time and they're not showing you the proper appreciation for your damn hard work on that particular day, night, or evening, and you happen to log on to royalcaribbean.com or com or look into your uh, carnival players club deals and you want to look at cruises, it's no different than a young lady or old lady or mid-age lady or man, or they, or them, or him, or a she, or them, or him, walking into Bloomingdale's and shopping, knowing they're not going to buy. it. Like I told you, my my dad, he loves to go and shop for real estate. Knowing he's not going to, or look at boats, or look at, uh, you know, look at look at houses, open houses, not buying it. But you still look. It just kind of it, it makes you feel better to look at these cruises. You know, that's a cruise I can go on. Wow, that's $549 for a nine-day cruise out of Miami going all through the Southern Caribbean. That's a dream cruise for me. Let me keep that in my mind. I'm probably never going to go on that cruise. The dates don't work. The timing doesn't work. I can't do it. But you know what? It's out there. And my day just got better knowing that that damn cruise is out there. So what do you want me to tell you? Guys, this Patreon's going well. I'm really, really enjoying it. I I I realize that I have to give you guys value for this Patreon. And, you know, I say for a month, but I'm going to try to go for like however long. You know what I mean? Maybe it goes down to a hardcore three times a week. You know what I mean? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash always be booked. That's where the Patreon is for $5 a month. Now, think about this, too. If you think that I'm going to fall off and I'm not going to put episodes up after May and, you know, things because it has been a little slow last couple of months. Yes, but there is so much content on there. So many back episodes, including the time I was sued by 55 employees. Very, very dark time in my life. I never used to talk about it. I opened it up. I opened up about it uh, and spoke about it for about an hour and 20 minutes. The whole story, my side of the story, why we settled, what happened. Check it out. Patreon, uh, P A T R E O N dot com slash always be booked. Five dollars a month. That's it. You're supporting this show and you're getting an extra show a day. For however long that lasts, and I like I like the chances of it lasting long. Okay, all right. So that's um that that's cruise plum. That's cruise plum, and that's kind of like a little bit of an obvious one. Uh, let's get into a couple of more. Uh, Norwegian Studio Cabins, guys. Norwegian, I will say. As much as sometimes they piss me off, I've already told you that I love the cruise line. They have revolutionized the solo cruising business by allocating a portion of their interior staterooms, wing or wings, dare I say, to studio cabins. Basically, your essentials. Like, if you, these studio cabins, they remind me of like what it would be like if you were going to launch into space. You know what I mean? I sit in these studio cabins sometimes, and I have sat in a couple of them just as like a, um, as a viewer, as like a tour, as like a tourist of them, and I expect like you know, I lay there, I sit there in the bed, and I expect like a an orange to just like float past me, or like it's I, I want to go, I want to reach for some tang or or whatever else it is. You feel like you're like it feels like a capsule is what it is. But for me, the guy who sits here and tells you that one day I might want to live in a van down by the river. Again, not Chris Farley style, van lifestyle. Cool, uh, build-out, solar-powered van lifestyle. You know what I mean? Van life has become cool. Now it's kind of jumping the shark as we see. People are building these out. Businesses are being created on building out these vans. And you're getting a van that, you know, you're going to be able to live in a van, but it's costing more than two, combo, two condos. It's ridiculous. It's getting crazy. Got to let things cool down a little bit before we get in the van life game. But it is what it is. But that's what these solo cabins are like. And it's fine for me. Totally fine. They have an ultra modern look. And what they do is give you access to a bar, like a solo singles lounge. And what uh, Norwegian does, hold on. Let's let's not get into that now. Just the cabins alone. We'll talk about the cabins alone. If you want to do a solo cruise, you can go in a solo cabin and everybody around you will also be a solo cruiser. So, that that's very very helpful. Uh what else here? Uh, see this one This one is not great, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay? It's worth saying. It's worth saying. There are a lot of groups on Facebook that geared towards solo travelers. And what, what they'll always do is throw it out there. Hey, anybody on the uh, Carnival Sunshine, May 13th to whenever, uh, anyone want to go on the uh, Vision of the Seas, I'm looking to do a Panama Canal Transit. Uh, you know, but if you're one of those people who are not afraid to roll the dice and kind of, you know, if you're, the t- and if you're the type of person that just thinks of your stateroom as a place to kind of sleep and shower, this is not the worst idea. You know, you meet up with somebody, you speak to them, you DM them, you're in a little bit of a dialogue back and forth, get to know somebody to the best of your ability, and maybe go in with a total stranger. This is not for everybody, okay? I don't think this is for me. Okay, but some people have that nomadically. It's not that different than living in a hostel. People who backpack through Europe or whatever the hell they do, these travelers, communities that are all over the place that just live and die by kind of just roughing it, and they'll exchange the comfort of modern modern amenities for the exchange of being able to see the entire globe. I get it. It's not for me, but I totally get it. So these are people who will live in the comfort of a, of a nice stateroom on their cruise ship, but they will forego the, uh, the a lot of privacy, a lot of familiarity, and they'll meet up and kind of shack up with somebody with separate beds, obviously. Unless who knows a spark may fly, and you know, then it's off to the races. Hey, you know, I never. I'm sure that doesn't happen too much. You know what I mean? A lot of times you go, you you, you cruise with a friend, and you see the beds together. You tell the room steward, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Especially what it's what if it's with a gentleman, a good a friend, gentleman, and you're both on that hetero level. You're both you know walking through life doing that hetero thing. And then you see a bed together, there's that awkward mode. Oh, hold on, get this guy in here. I'm gonna go get something to eat. I'm gonna get a burger, okay? I come back, I want these beds separate. Get this, get your mind out of the gutter here, okay? Separate these beds, you know? To the contrary, I'm sure that's it's very, very rare that it has happened where halfway through the cruise, you go f- flag down the, uh, you know, you, you, day one, you meet the uh, cruise buddy that you're traveling with. It happens to be a member of the opposite sex. You do the awkward handshake. Hi, finally nice to meet you in person. Wow, you don't look like your pictures either. Yeah, so what? No problem. Are you getting the drink package? So am I. Day three, you know what? Get this room steward in here. You know what? Let's make it a party. I know we started out with these beds separate. Let's put them together. Pick a side. See what happens. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that doesn't happen. But anyway, join a do, go on those Facebook groups that to Carnival solo cruisers. They're all over the place, right? Solo cruisers in Facebook in groups, and you'll find like-minded people, all sorts of people in there. A lot of weirdos. What, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Who's to say who's a weirdo and who's not? Uh, but uh it's a, it's a way to go um get yourself in the game and on some lists mailing lists uh casino lists you want to let them spam you now we all hate spam i hate spam one thing i don't hate is cruise spam whether it's electronically or in the mail yes i'm offended every time i get royal caribbean's offer i get a i get a i get a letter from a, a card a flyer dare i say from royal caribbean every freaking week at the minimum, saying, congratulations, open up for your free gift inside. 19 times out of 20, it's $100 off. And you know what that means. If it's uh, (laughs) that $100 is you know next to nothing, it's like basically less than 10% when you kind of add in all the other accoutrements when it comes to cruising. So when I open it up, I see the $100 off, and I say, you know who I am? This is an insult. I throw it away right away but on that 20th time it'll be a free cruise it'll be a free cruise you know what i mean pick and you got to pick they'll give you like one out of 20 specific sailings that you got to take but it'll be like a soup because you because i'm in the um what do you want to call it? I'm in, I'm in the game when it comes to casinos. You know, you do not have to be that much in the game when it comes to casinos. Guys, they have a lot of cruises that just don't sell the way they want them to sell. And what they do is they take those cruises and they make offers on them. And then whether it's Carnival, Carnival's the best at it because at any time, any given time, I have a list of offers. Um, and what they do is they give these offers to people who, it could be a whale. I'm sure, yes. I mean, I don't gamble a ton especially lately. Uh, I've done a couple of thousand. I've done as little as 300, whatever. But if you're just in the game, if you're in the player's club whatsoever, they consider you someone who potentially could gamble. That's potential to make money on you. So, you know, if they have... You don't want to, as a cruise line, just start giving away rooms. Because, yes, if you just gave away the rooms... People are going to spend on board and you'll still make money. You'll make money from giving away free cruises, but you can't devalue your product that much because what will happen then is that everybody will just sit around and wait for free cruises, which is no good for the cruise line. So what the cruise lines do instead is they just get a list together of people who are likely to gamble. Okay. And those people that are likely to gamble, they'll just be on the list that are given deep discounts. Sometimes incredibly deep discounts. My sticker price for an eight-day Carnival Horizon cruise to the Western Caribbean. Eight days Carnival Horizon two years ago when the ship was still new. Okay. I don't know what it was. $39. Eight-day. When I went to book this thing on the phone, no, they didn't even believe me. They were like, well, holy crap, of course, you got you to gotta take this cruise. I wasn't even in a financial position to take the cruise. Had to take the cruise. That was, a, 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 of course, though, it's a single. I went solo in my room. Now, I was cruising with Stu and a bunch of other friends, but I was a last-minute cruiser, so I had my own room, okay? So you got to double that. Then you got to put port charges on top of that. Then you got to put the drink package on top of that. Yeah, I didn't get on the ship for less than a 1000 bucks, whatever it was. But still, pretty amazing deal. Um, so get yourself on these mailing lists and let them come to you with a bunch of spam. Uh, for, for, for Nine times out of 10, the spam is going to be blah, blah, blah. Yeah, great, 10%, loss leader type. I mean, not loss leader, just uh, it's nothing that's going to kind of get you, ruffle your feathers. But then that 10th time, that 20th time, you're going to get a real offer, a real deal, and it's worth jumping on. And if you're cruising solo, that goes a long way for you. You know, the next one is something that's the opposite of what most people will tell you. Most people will tell you to book early. Look at these cruises. Book early. Book early. To me, doesn't doesn't work. Okay, you book early. I mean, yeah, if you book early, you might get a discount. It might be cheaper for you uh, because you get a little bit of um, you know, the the, the they, they slightly discount as it opens up. But if you're the cruise line, the minute you release a cruise. You have all the hope in the world that this thing's going to sell out. So why would you discount it? What you want to look for is the last minute. I told people left and right, try it out. You know, try it out. If you know you have got a vacation coming October 10th to the 17th, that's when your vacation is. Do an experiment one time. Try this one time. Don't book anything. Just know you're going on a cruise, right? Just know you're going on a cruise the 10th to the 17th. And then when October 12th comes along, then look you will see a cornucopia of ridiculous last-minute deals out there. And you may not get the exact cruise ship you want to the exact location tailor-made custom for you, but you'll get an incredible deal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that concludes the pricing portion of the Helpful Hints for Solo Cruisers episode. So we're going to go into actual experience stuff now. But just keep in mind that stuff for the pricing, I think a lot of that is useful for all types of cruising too. So feel free to use any of it. All right. When it comes to the experience, when we're talking about once you get on the ship, now you're on the ship and you're a solo cruiser. Good, the bad, the indifferent, where are we at? Where are we at now? And what are some of the things that gonna that's going to enrich our overall solo cruise experience? Again, like I said, i failed at a bunch of this a bunch of times. I feel like I've done enough solo cruising to kind of find my range, especially from the point of view who is someone who is not comfortable stepping out of the comfort zone and just barging into groups of people and trying to make friends. A little bit of an introvert. So, When you get on that ship, uh, solo cruising sounds like a great idea. You'll watch a bunch of YouTube videos and you'll see, oh, my first solo cruise. I can't wait. This is my time, my vacation. I'm going to make so many friends, you know, and then if you go into the solo groups, they'll tell you that, too. Any advice? I never cruised solo. I'm a little nervous and scared. Like, what what do I expect? They'll tell you, oh, come on. Before you know it, two days in, you just be yourself and people are going to be running up to you trying to. Make friends with you and say, "Oh wow, you're on solo. Well, join us! Join us! We got a crew." That's not the way it happens. At least not for me. You know what I mean? Maybe some of these uh, nine and a halfs and above. They, of course, they're probably not going to have any trouble. People trying to adopt them into the group, left and right. But uh, no, for me, not necessarily. It doesn't work out that way. So, for those of you who uh, are interested, here are some of the uh, some of the other tips too. Um, you have to. Uh, I I would definitely recommend first thing you do is join all the groups for that particular sailing that's out there. You have the Cruise Critic Roll Call which is not as much as it used to be because of the Facebook groups. Facebook groups are pretty much on every sailing nowadays. Uh, Not all of them. If they're not, you start one and before you know it, you'll see a a few people kind of Load up and get in there with you, and you'll have a a bustling room. Everybody will know where people are are from. Everybody will know where people are, who's sailing with who. There'll definitely be some solos there that they'll kind of like you. It's a a little bit of a a laying of the groundwork. You know what I mean? In the Me Too movement, they call it grooming, grooming your crews. (laughs) You just basically what you're doing is just kind of getting a little bit of a feel for certain people that you will kind of uh, feel like you'll get to Marty. Shout out to Mark King Marty. Marty's one of the best at this. He kind of brings Jello shots on board. He's not a solo cruiser, but still, he's usually the king of these Facebook groups, and he gets these uh, Jell-O shots going, and people are already excited to meet Marty and get his Jello shots in. So, you know, there's some people who are very, very good at that. But join all the groups doesn't necessarily mean the group is going to be, as the kids say, lit, but... It could, it could kind of put yourself, it's just anything. You want to look for any and every advantage uh, to make this cruise, this sailing, this solo cruise sailing as fun as you can, and you can do that by joining all these groups and making sure that uh, all these people that might be there, you may see four or five people. Go through the people. You find out who's from your area. You know what I mean? You could search the members, stalk them out, see who's from your area, see who's cruising solo, find out, uh, you know, who's... The people who are maybe more apt to indulge in some revelry. You know what I mean? Uh, all that type of stuff. You can find that out in the groups on Facebook, in the Cruise Critic Roll Call, and the Shipmate app. Don't forget about that. Now, a lot of people, if you do the Facebook group, many people will say, you know what? You're good. But why leave any stone unturned? Get on all of them and see. There might be some stuff going on the sh- going on, on the Shipmate app that may not be in the Facebook group. Not everybody has Facebook. All right. Next one, start with short cruises. Now, people say that, you know, that's an old wives' tale. No, not a wives' tale. It's an actual tale, real tale. It's a husband's tale. How come there's only wives' tales? No husband's tale? No Uncle Ann's tales? Tales. It's a, this is a tale. It's called a tale. Start with a short cruise. But people like to say, don't do that when you're starting out cruising. Uh, make sure you do a seven-day or above because you're going to get the actual feel of what it's going to be like to cruise. It's a myth, that you should start a short cruise to see if you like it. This doesn't apply here because we all know we like cruising. If we didn't like cruising, we wouldn't be thinking about doing a solo cruise already, right? So don't worry about doing a shorter cruise for a couple of different reasons. A, because it may be hell on earth for you. You may despise solo cruising. So it's good. It's a good way to find out if you like solo cruising. And if you don't, you can go back to not solo cruising. Go cruise with your friends. Then that's it. Uh, And also... We know that shorter cruises tend to have that, um, a little bit more of life to them. You know what I mean? A four day cruise out of Miami to the Bahamas, while it may not be the most exotic, uh, you know, uh, uh, picturesque cruise that there is, you're going to get a lot of more energetic people and when they say spring break college type cruise a lot of time yes that's what it is but all the time you know, it's also like adults too you know what I mean like adult spring breakers too like people that want to get after it have a couple of drinks party 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 and that is lends itself to an environment that is conducive for other people meeting each other. So that's why a short cruise, if you're not short, now if you know you love solo cruises already, don't do a short cruise. Do a 7, 10, 12-day cruise. But if you have any apprehension and you want to just basically dip your toe into solo cruising, do not hesitate to do a short cruise sailing, I would say, out of Miami. Um, when you get on the ship, too, I would say this is this is uh, a lot like me when I left New York for the first time to move to Florida when I was in my early early twenties. I was very nervous about it because where I'm from in Nassau County, where I'm at right now, where I never thought I'd live again, but yet here I am. Uh, <laughs> this your currency. A large portion of your currency is the crew you roll with, quote unquote. It always was. So like we always had a big crew. We had a, we had our we had our Our crew our a crew which is six deep best friends ride or die hardcore you know whatever our six best friends but then on the outskirts of that there were like maybe like four or five other six five or six crew people that we had like our extended crew and when we would go out we would go out with you know sometimes 20 people and we just loved it we just loved kind of like you know we felt good about just like you know when you're You know, when you have a big barbecue in the backyard and all the people come over and everybody's there and you're going from people. Some people you just talked to yesterday and you talk to three times a day. Some people you haven't spoke to for two weeks. And it's just a very festive, fun thing. And it's just a nice thing getting everybody together. You know what I mean? It's nice. Uh, So it was tough when I first moved to Florida. And when I first moved to Florida, I was not trained or it did not come naturally for me to meet people to kind of make friends and stuff like that. I worked at the shoe store and I just, you know, I started with ladies eventually (laughs) full disclosure. I just basically said I I had a, I had a a regular line that I would use to kind of try to get their phone number. And it was tough for me to do, but it was something I was like, Oh, you know what? This is working. It it, it was working. I basically went on a couple of dates a week. And a lot of times it, it it was a lot of fun. We had fun. We had a fun time. And I would just say, I, I, I was so it was so unnatural for me to do that but I forced myself to. I said, "You know what? This is so unlike you. You got to step out of your comfort zone. You almost have to become a little bit of a different person, it's like stepping out of yourself to get that done." And it was so worth it. And Will Smith, you know, it's a little apropos, it's not apropos to uh bring up Will Smith nowadays. He's seen better days, but he always said, his very very simple concise line was the greatest things in your life are on the other side of fear. And I can't help it. I can't help but say it's true. You know what I mean? Uh, be cool. Don't try too hard. Be subtle. You know that. You guys know. Because, again, like I said, your first day is a little. And you, what you'll do is you'll go through the first day. It's a travel day. Everybody will be tired. And you'll kind of, like, walk around. Maybe you'll talk to somebody. Maybe you won't. It probably won't go that great on the first day. And, but you'll chalk that up. To just be in the first day. Tomorrow's my day. I'm going to go after it. We're going to have fun. I'm going to make friends, this and that. But then what will happen is you'll wake up, you'll hit the pool deck, you'll walk around, you'll just see people that are all there with people, engaged with each other. You know, people, you're supposed to, three people who have known each other for 15 years are engaged in a conversation. You're supposed to roll up in there and kind of just, yeah, I can't remember. I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about. No, it's not the way it works. No. You have to use, and you know what you do too? This is, I'm just kind of thinking of it, it's not even in my notes. You have to use the crew as a fulcrum. You know what I mean? Use the bartenders as a fulcrum. You go sit at a bar, there's a couple of people chilling out, relaxing and uh they they're having a conversation with the bartender and if a good a good bartender is going to know that you're there you'll have good eye contact you'll say something to them that'll kind of indicate to everybody that nobody here is a, a weirdo creeper or or a psychopath and then you know what a good bartender will start engaging you in the conversation next thing you know the bartender gets busy now you're talking to that to the to the other guest or guests right there happened to me so many times it became like oh okay so this is kind of the strategy this is this is the that was the most helpful thing for me you go in you use the you use the crew the bartender as a fulcrum to kind of you know shoot you off into the into the into the I guess normal sphere where you're speaking to the other guests Uh, but you can't go in there and see three people talking who are clearly knowing each other forever and they're engaged with each other in a conversation that they're talking about things and people and places and times that they know of and hey guys guess what I'm a solo cruiser will you believe that where are you from I'm from here nobody wants that dude nobody wants that girl nobody wants that person that's just kind of like you know awkwardly barging into the conversation well this is me I'm stepping out of my comfort zone will you believe this I've never been to Belize how about you you know what I mean now it's it gets there but you have to ease your way into it. And again, like I said, it's hard because that first day you step out onto that Lido deck and all you see is people looking and talking directly to each other. And you're like, how am I going to crack this code? How am I going to crack this code into, you know, getting admitted?" And like I said, like that's when I had my I guess I had my best breakthroughs on this past cruise. And it doesn't matter. You just walk in. It doesn't matter who you are what you look like, what you feel. You just got to have the swagger. You got to have the confidence and do it. And you know what? You may get blown off or get the cold shoulder in some cases. Honestly, I can't remember if I have. I can't remember ever rolling in on something and feeling like, oh, these people do not want to talk to me. No, because you pick your battles. You, you, choose, um, you choose where you're going to go with it. Another one, be helpful. No stuff. You know what I mean? It definitely helps me. On these solo cruises, and this is not for everybody, I guess, but it it definitely helps me when I sit down and, you know, the conversation begins or it's about to begin or it's like sort of like an open door for the conversation to start. You overhear them talking about some of the other ships or you overhear them talking about, uh, you know, what the way where they think they're going. You know, I've been to chances are any cruise we're on. I've been to the island three or four times already. You know what I mean? And I could give them some help. I could tell them, listen, here's what you want to do. You want to have a, oh, you know what? I'm just suggesting this. You know, you guys should definitely do what you want to do. But I've been there. My experience was this or X, Y, or Z. Or, you know, they're talking about this ship. Yeah, we were last on the Freedom. And they, or we were last on the Freedom. And they say, oh, you were on the Freedom? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was such a great ship. I miss that ship so much. You know what? This is a great ship, too. But, you know, that will, you, know, you can get into things. Be helpful. Give direction. Know, know stuff, and, and they'll help you out. Yes, it always does get to the point where I tell them I am a... You know, that helps me, too, a little bit. Because... I guess if I'm a podcaster or a content creator, a lot of times it makes a little bit more sense as to why I'm cruising solo. You know what I mean? It could be I'm on assignment. <laughs> it's horseshit, but, you know, it, it's just it maybe takes the solo edge off a little bit. But you don't have to use that. Just the other stuff that I said, just kind of like be subtle, use the bartender as a fulcrum be helpful. Be courteous. Always be nice. Be respectful. Don't be a show off. Don't try to impose your will. That type of stuff. Uh, and like I said, don't count yourself out the first day or so. Again, I definitely on this last one where I feel it was like I turned the corner a little bit of a sol- as a solo cruiser, but at the same time, you don't um, you 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 don't uh, you may not have success after the first day, the second day, or even the third day. Remember the cruise I told you about on the Bahama Paradise? That was I, was, I was really learning to cruise solo. I did have a really, really good time. I enjoyed myself, but I didn't have too much of interaction with anybody. And that was like where I kind of took my own advice, where it was like only a five day cruise. But I kind of just stayed in the pocket, stayed in the pocket, hung in there, didn't mind that I didn't really interact with too many people. I still enjoyed all the things the cruise had to offer and the ports of call. And then that last night Hillary, you know what I mean, Hillary approached me and again like that's we had fun. We had a good time. We had a 3-hour conversation, you know, not much came of it, but that's 3 hours right there where my life was enriched because I met somebody who was really really cool, who yes, I was attracted to. I'm not saying she was attracted to me, but she was sitting there for three hours while she was with a family cruise of 35 people, maybe because she was sick of all those 35 people. And I was like a little bit of a break from that. But either way, it made the cruise better. It totally made the cruise better. And if that would have happened on maybe the second day or so, maybe that would have given me a little bit more confidence to kind of navigate my way through the rest of the cruise and uh, you know roll up on some people. But again, the point of that is you could have a good, you could have a bad first four days. Maybe that fifth day is when your your cruise turns around. So don't count yourself out after the first day or so. Um, Again, we talked about the Norwegian studio cabins before, and I talked about that from a price point standpoint. Uh, I want to touch on that again from an experience standpoint. Now, Norwegian solo cruises on newer ships with studio cabins, aside from being able to, I guess, save some money on them, they nail the experience. Okay, they nail the experience in that they 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 have somebody have they, they designate a solo cruise I guess host, and you know like I said you have the cabins all solo people around you. They put a bar lounge in that wing. Supposedly, a lot of times you can't get into that wing. It's only solo people that can get into that wing, and then there will be a list of activities planned by the solo coordinator. And they will bring everybody together for like a happy hour every single day. And he'll let you know about what the activities are for the upcoming night and the next day up until the next meeting in the Borrow Lounge. And I can tell you this. This might be the way you want to go. This is by far the best way because I went on a solo cruise with one of these and I was not on a solo. I was not on a solo cruise within a day and a half. We had our crew. It was me and three other girls, and we were inseparable to the point where the girls were saying, "Why are we still showing up to these freaking meetings? We got our crew. What are we doing?" I was like, "No, no, no, it's not right. You know we gotta keep going we gotta we gotta hang out with these people. This is what got us here. We shouldn't you know now that we have our little crew, we shouldn't abandon ab- abandon the extended solo family and I was kind of staunch about that, and they laughed, but they were like, "Okay, fine, fine, fine now." The other thing is, this solo coordinator, if they're doing their job right, shout out to Romeo. Romeo is ours. And uh he he held you accountable. Like God forbid you wanted to go off on your own. If you missed one of the uh the, the, the luncheon at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, or if you missed, you know, the, the dinner in the main dining room that was coordinated where we were all supposed to sit together, he tracks you down. If he sees you, Thomas. Thomas, I did not see you. Like, you you couldn't get away, basically. (laughs) So, I got lucky because we found a good little crew. And I don't know if that happens every time. But if you're looking to really just not be by yourself, any of the Norwegian newer cruise ships that have solo cabins with that solo coordinator, they'll hold you accountable. And you will not be by yourself. So, definitely Norwegian newer ship studio cabins. Any ship do a dinner in a large group. You can let them know at the front desk, uh, or you can let them know in the restaurant. Just be very, very clear with them. Uh, many times on Carnival ships, they we found ourselves. I said, "I want a big table." Sat at a big table. We looked around. Oh wow, they put it. We didn't even know, but they put us. At, we, we were all cruising solo. So like, wow, they must have all known that we were cruising solo, and they put us all together. And that was cool. We'd see each other in the casino. We'd see each other here, there, everywhere. And that was. Uh, that was that was a, a very very helpful thing. That was on the paradise too, uh, even though I didn't necessarily find or hunt down or interact with a lot of a lot of those people. But they were there, and it was nice at dinner knowing that you know what, There's six of us here. We're all cruising solo, and we could all talk about what we did for the day. And it was a nice little kind of like rendezvous point for each day, knowing especially that you're not going to be shoving uh, chocolate melting cake down your throat. You know, sitting there by your solo by your, by your solo self. At a table for six, but there's only one person there. And, uh, you know, people feel bad for you. <laughs> I don't. I saw this thing on TikTok the other day. They're like, oh, the girl kind of like had her front camera facing behind her. And she was taking a picture of herself, but purposely getting an old man in the back. Guy was well-dressed. He just happened to be sipping some coffee by himself. And she wrote the sub. the subheading was, oh, my God saddest thing in the world and all the comments agreed oh my gosh so sad go sit with him like people don't realize that guy might be chilling that guy might be absolutely fine that guy might be with a house full of wives and kids and he might be dying to get the hell out and he's savoring that cup of coffee because it's his only freaking coffee time time away from them and it's like well maybe he has nobody and he's fine with it there's a lot of everybody runs around trying to worry about everybody else thinking they got to feel bad for people when you know what we're doing okay. You may want to. Uh, you may want to just, without being rude, just worry about yourself. <laughs> um, so, dinner in large groups get a big table. Look for other solo cruisers. Um, some are solo. Listen to this now. Some people are are on the cruise are solo cruisers, without being solo cruisers. Okay, this happens all the time. Did hap This happens on a cruise I went on with Stu, and we were on with a bunch of friends of ours with Stu, and it was great. And you know, Stu is just basically, you know, he he's a boy toy. He's uh, he's pretty much my age, but he's, I mean, ripped out of a freaking magazine, and he's a handsome guy, former actor, all that stuff. So he walks around. It just happens. Like it's like they they look, they stare at him. They 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 like him. It's this congratulations, Stu. God bless you. But, um, you know, we were all on and we just there was this really pretty girl and she was just tanning by herself. So one of the women in our group who was married went over to the girl and set her up. Look, we have a friend named Stu. I think he'd like you. To say. So she comes over. Now, Stu and this girl, she ended up being a little it didn't happen for Stu in that regard. But my point is that she was on a cruise with three guys. They basically just invited her. She was the hot chick. And uh, they were friends and maybe they were from across the hall at a dorm or something or they just knew her. They had a casual affiliation. I don't even know the full story. All I know is that they were not that close. So she basically did her own thing the entire cruise. She's on the cruise with somebody, but she was solo pretty much. Same thing when you cruise a mother-daughter cruise or a father-son cruise. I think there's a lot more mother-daughter cruises out there. Shout out to Beatrix. She's got some stories. (laughs) I would listen Beatrix went on a cruise she's been on a cruise with her mom before and her mom is you know a little bit a little bit older and she's going to retire early Beatrix at that time was a little bit more uh, spry and energetic and maybe looking for some revelry as the uh, sun set upon the Atlantic and she would go out and you know Beatrix is you know uh, uh, you know a a 29 year old Beatrix running around a cruise ship is going to be a hot item every time. OK, so she's people are going to approach her. There are the uh, those types of people, you know, I think my best solo, uh, I guess, what would you call it? my best uh, on this last cruise? My best moment as a soloist was in port in St. Martin when I went up to the two German girls and just sat next to them at the bar and I was literally the best day of the cruise, great day, f- rounding out a great day, off the jet ski, off walking, you know, bar hopping, solo, doing my thing, everything. And before I got to the ship, there was that little tiki bar that's in the cruise port, sat down next to them, just started minding my own business, having some drinks. And then uh, I had some drinks, so we offered them a shot, and I was like, cracked the joke of, you know, look, uh, American guy, German girl's drinking Irish whiskey in uh, a French port. And uh, port at that point. And they laughed. and It was fun. And then we hung out. Now we're Instagram friends. We talk, we, we chat all the time. Um, but they're out there. Somebody cruising, uh, you know, another. I, I had dinner with a woman on this last cruise that was in a fight with her husband. I heard her arguing with the maitre, not arguing, I'm sorry, complaining to the maitre d' about her asshole husband who just doesn't, Give an inch in anything that they do. He's a pain in the ass. He wants I just got sick of listening to him and he got sick of listening to me. So he's like, I'm going back to the room. I'm within an earshot and we have the same server and we're basically a table away. She moved to my table. And, you know, this is what it is. Now we're we're having a conversation and we're at the dinner table longer than we thought we would be. Is anything going to happen from that? No, but it was a good little couple hour little stint on the cruise and we enjoyed it. Um, what else? All right, here's a psychological one. Some people may uh, think this is ethically wrong. I don't, it's not ethically wrong, but it may send the wrong message or it may be cheating per se. Where's something conversational. A funny caption T-shirt or an interesting hat or something, anything with a t- even a team logo might kind of get people to kind of like, hey, go Phillies or whatever the hell you guys are into. Uh, you know, it's, it's I, I had a, a Dunkin' Donuts shirt on, but it didn't say Dunkin' Donuts, it said a Dunkin' Donuts logo, logo but it said Drunken Grownups. I actually ended up speaking to someone who had the same T-shirt on. Different style, different color, but same logo. And we're like, wow, that's kind of funny. We ended up eating in the Lido deck and talking for about 45 minutes after we had both finished our food. Interesting. Uh, Anything you want to wear that might give people an excuse to come up to you or kind of like somebody's interested in it or you're at the bar and somebody sees it and they want to start talking to you. It's an icebreaker for them to be able to do so. It's 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 a conduit, dare I say. Uh, gamble, always gamble. Gambling is one of the most communal things you could do on a cruise ship, whether it's at the slot machines and you're both taking a beating and you're bonding over the beating that you're taking, uh, although I'm not a slot machine person, more at the blackjack tables. If you get on the right blackjack table and you go on a run and you start winning at that table, you're going to create a bond with the people that are at that table. It's you against the cruise ship, and if the dealer jumps into too, that's even better. Sometimes you get those Russian dealers Dare I say that uh, (laughs) they'll want you to lose despite the fact that you're tipping them. They want you to lose just because they're absolutely miserable and they just want you to join them in their misery. That has happened and that uh, scenario has gotten me kicked out of a casino or two. But we're not even talking about that. We're talking about when you got that right hot streak. The dealer is cold. Everybody's tipping the dealer. The dealer wants to be cold because they know that they're going to get tips. Everybody's high five and everybody's like too many because the dealer busted. And we're having a great time. And then where are we going next? We all made a bunch of money. Where are we going next? Let's hit the nightclub. Boom. Done. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? So gambling is definitely a way to uh, meet people on a cruise if you're Soloing. Don't undervalue the 20-minute relationship. Just even if, like I said, the person who is at dinner with me or the person you meet at the bar, you go from 20-minute relationship to 20-minute relationship. Next thing you know, your cruise is over, and you've just met a bunch of people. Some numbers you've exchanged, some numbers you haven't. And you never, ever, ever, ever underestimate the impression you can make on somebody who might be in a position of power to help you or you can help them. I meet people all the time that just tell me that they're a bartender. You know how many bartenders I've hired just by meeting people, and they probably go home and say the same story. Like, when I was out. I met this person, or I was, uh, you know, I was doing this. I was doing this type of business, or whatever. I was conducting business. Met this type of guy for this reason, but we didn't connect on that business level. But they want uh, they they have a bar or they have a restaurant and they need bartenders. So that happens all the time. You know what I mean? It's happening right now with this." Uh, pizza thing that I'm looking into. Looking into a pizza scenario, uh, don't have anything really, uh, don't have any intention. I don't think we're going to close the deal on the pizzeria, but the broker is good good looking nice uh, guy who's a bartender who bartends at some of the hottest spots in New York City and he's looking for a Sunday spot or a Monday spot and you know we have a place where you can make a lot of money so it could be a mutually beneficial thing you know don't underestimate the 20 minute relationship on any cruise anytime anywhere any place uh, this one not for everyone also not for me if you on the first day or so, first day, second day, third day, participate in something wacky, you can earn a celebrity status and you will have people basically uh singing your accolades whenever they see you and then that could lead to a longer conversation eventually developing a little bit of a cruise crew for example you sing a karaoke song you bring the house down you sing a karaoke song and you make everybody laugh or if you uh if you if you participate in the sexiest man competition that's a tough sell if you're doing that solo right you're you're, you're cruising by yourself and you're gonna have the gumption to get out there and kind of do all those uh funny things you know crowd pleasing moves as a solo cruiser, I could see that being a little bit difficult, not impossible, definitely for somebody, not for everybody. And then I guess I would say definitely get drunk. <laughs> That's the best for me. I mean definitely if if I'm gonna try to step out of my comfort zone at all, I'm not ashamed to tell you that I will indulge myself in a little bit of that good old liquid courage. Man. What do they call it? Dancing juice? Anything. Whatever you call it, but you know what it does. You have a couple of drinks. If you have the package, makes it easier. You could just order your drinks. Oh, and you know what? You could become a very, very... Not that this is ethical either, but for someone who does not have the drink package, you can be, you know, especially if you want to kind of give a little bit of a, 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 a tip, if you want to reach into the proverbial pockets and throw a little, a little something for the bartender... That drink package, they won't be as strict with the rules as far as it's only supposed to go to. I can tell you on Norwegian. If you're in on the drink package, you're getting three, four, whatever you want. They're overpouring as long as you're tipping. But you're sitting next to a little something that you might become friends with or more, and uh, they don't have the drink package. And you know what? Yeah, you do. You do have the drink package. You get them a little drink, and then it's uh, off to the races from there, you know, Uh, responsibly. We're always, we're always drinking responsibly, of course. Now, I hope those tips helped you guys. That's pretty much it. If you guys have any tips for solo cruising, please hit me up, Tommy, at alwaysbebooked.com. We do have some emails, so let's get to them right now. ladies and gentlemen your emails have become a lifeblood of the show if you'd like to participate in the show i will read your email on air if you send it tommy at alwaysbebooked.com any comment question concern correction anything just say hi as some of these people you'll see they'll do right here in the following without further ado let's get into it the emails for today's show Tommy, your Patreon episodes P O five one one two were killer. Was killer, man. The story of the fifty year old fighter and the way you told it and the music—that had to be, in my opinion, some of the best work I've ever heard you put out. That's why I subscribe. Keep killing it, buddy. Bob. See, the thing is, Bob, I, I do apologize to everybody. Regular cones don't like you. Listen. I understand it. Who needs another bill, right? I get it. So if you don't want to hear all this Patreon talk, I get it. You do have to work with me a little bit. Hopefully, it is part of the game. I do try to push the Patreon a little bit. Bob helps me out here doing this right here, uh, talking about it in the emails. So that is forever appreciated. Hopefully, we're not going too far into the Patreon promo world, but it is there. I do work hard on it, and it is, you know, aside from the other stuff I do during the day. So, yeah, every once in a while, if I can maybe get it mention uh, from a listener or even mention it myself from a promotional standpoint. uh, Thank you and uh, thank you for indulging me in general. Bob, thank you so much. That was a fun episode. Definitely sometimes. That was definitely a non-cruising episode that was uh, just divulging into I guess when the past is the past, but then history repeats itself and things, a lot of times you think things change, but a lot of times they stay the very same. And that was that's what that story was all about. It was a fun story. It was, uh, <laughs> you, might, you might want to say heartwarming. And then, yeah, kicked in the music at the end. I felt it too when I dropped it. I put it in there and then I put that song in there and I was like, oh, the way that ended and the way that song started kind of worked, which happens sometimes and bob thank you so much for being a super cone i appreciate it very very much you are the absolute best Uh, um next tommy just a quick note to say hello nothing important thanks for the daily marathon podcast i appreciate them on my daily commute hoping to pick up some merch in the near future make sure to put out where it's available got my typical cruise attire fantastic cruising Matt and Kimbra Royal Caribbean blog Matt H and we'll add ABB for my next trip June Carnival Magic from Virginia that's what he rocks I guess that's the merch that um, Brian rocks BF uh, Fledler on Facebook and and Brian you are a uh, fixture you've been around for a long time supporting this show and man Brian it's people like you that keep this train moving and yes I think that's awesome those are great uh, content creators I haven't talked to Matt in a while uh, from uh, Fantastic Cruising. I've actually never spoken to Kimbra, but I guess uh, you know when, when Matt was doing his show a while back, I was I I, he, I had him on our show here. So you see, it, you could look back in the annals of Always Be Booked, and you could see Matt was on the show at one point. And then uh, Matt Hodgeberg—that's an absolute legend. Everybody knows Matt Hodgeberg, the uh, the 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 Crown Prince, if not King of Royal Caribbean Cruising. Um, I would love to see a celebrity death match between him and Super Mario. My money would be on Matt Hodgeberg. And then uh, who else? Uh, Royal Caribbean. And that was it, me. That's it. Just your your boy here. And then uh, that's the merch he's talking about. Have the absolute best time on your cruise in June on The Magic out of Virginia. Never cruised out of Virginia. Would love to do so one one day. Brian, you're the man. Thank you. All right, here we go. Hi, Tommy. Since the last restart, we have been on two carnival cruises and our first Royal Caribbean cruise. The carnival cruises seem to be pretty close to pre-shutdown and the way things operated. However, our trip on Adventure of the Seas in April still seemed to be lacking in the planning live event department. We are booked on Independence of the Seas in June, and it will be our last cruise before we own our personal Before our own personal year and a half shutdown due to my wife being pregnant for the season, for this reason, we had to cancel two carnival cruises because she will be too far along by then. My question is, is it normal for Royal Caribbean to not have many events planned, such as game shows, trivia, etc.? We will still thoroughly enjoy our trip on Adventure of the Seas, but... It just didn't feel the same. Oh, you, you still did thoroughly enjoyed your trip on Adventure of the Seas, but it just didn't feel the same. Should we expect it to be the same atmosphere on our Independence trip? One of my favorite things on Carnival is the stand-up, and our AOTS cruise, uh, okay, the... Uh, The Adventure of the Seas Cruise had Zero. Love the show. I honestly prefer a show where the host gets off topic and goes on tangents. It feels less like listening to the news and more like listening to a friend talk about his favorite things. Absolutely helps my nights at work go by quicker. Thanks, Nathan. Nathan, so much to cover right there. First, let's get the thanks out of the way. I'm the same as you, man. I listen to podcasts because it's a little bit of a companion. You know what I mean? You're driving. You're not driving alone. You're driving with people that you know. Some of these podcasters you know them better than their best friends know them because you if you don't miss a show you know what I mean if you just put on like you you we all grew up listening to Howard Stern. We knew Howard Stern we knew what his insecurities were we knew what his hot buttons were we knew we knew him If somebody's on the air for five hours a day, you're going to get to know them and therefore you treat them as a companion. And that's I'm so, so happy that I'm able to bring that to you a little bit because so many people who put out content do that exact same thing for me. And that's why I do the whole long form thing. A lot of people, creators and stuff will kind of like make fun of me a little bit like, well, why do you think people need to hear you for two hours on a show? you know what sometimes it's just i'm there you know i'm like a baseball game baseball unlike any other sport is a companion sport that's what people don't understand about baseball it's not necessarily for you to for, for you to be white knuckle on the edge of your seat every time it's for you to have a beer relax be able to have conversation in between listening to the broadcasters they do the same they get to tell stories between pitches you know that type of thing it's more for leisure you know is golf entertaining a mile a minute no baseball is a companion podcasting is a companion. As far as your question goes, I, all I can say, Nathan, is that I think they're just coming along a little bit at a time. And yes, I do. I did feel the same way as far as some of the uh, activities that you want the quest. They're not doing the quest as of yet. I don't think. Uh, I'm just hoping some of them get closer and closer to coming together. The masks seem. To, it's just going to be a process. There's no, you know, trying to navigate our way through. You know, the startups, the stops, you know, the masks are on, the masks are off. You got to be vaxxed. You don't have to be vaxxed. 90% vaxxed. Uh, social distancing. Uh, it's just too much to keep track of. For me, it's like, what cruise am I going on? What are the rules? I'll abide by them. And then once you get on the ship, yes, you probably will see. Listen, this world is changed for the foreseeable you know what I mean? And where there is an opportunity or an avenue to not have people on top of each other, they're going to take that opportunity and that avenue. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. what It's it's almost like even as a content creator and someone who tries to pay attention to it, it almost kind of happens and moves along too fast for me to even keep track. Definitely there's better people than that for, for me. I would definitely go to Matt Hodgeberg, ask him this Direct question uh, for RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. Doug Parker. uh, These are the people who, and Tony, Lilita Loca, these are the daily people who have their finger on the pulse of the breaking news. At this point and what this show is, that is not this is not that. So I would just say the only advice I can give you, I guess without being able to answer your direct question, is Nathan, when you get on that ship, just manage your expectations and just make the decision. Come what may. You are going to enjoy this cruise, period, end of story, no matter what it is. You're not at home. You're at sea, okay? Maybe you have to have a mask on, but you're outside on a uh, – well, you don't have to have a mask on outside, but you can go outside. Well, you don't have to have a mask on, and you can watch the sea go by you. you can pu- you're pulling into some of the most beautiful private islands in the world. You're on some of the nicest cruise ships in the world. You're enjoying yourself. Your day is yours. It's pure leisure, good, clean fun, boat drinks, doing the things, and that's all I'll say, Nathan, if you get on this cruise ship and you're like wishing for this or wishing for that or pissed off about this uh, rule and regulation or upset that it's not like this in that way or this way, I would just say manage expectations and focus. Make a, make a certified effort before you get on this cruise to focus on the good things and the fun and the greatness and the great times. I can tell you right now, you're going to miss out on some of the events. Some of the events are not going to happen that you're used to, but if you... Allow that to affect your cruise. It's going to affect your cruise. If you make the point where it's not going to and focus on the good times, you're going to be just fine. Nathan, thank you so much for the email. I appreciate it so much. You're the absolute best. Um, You guys are all great. Love you guys. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com if you want to be a part of the show. Also, uh, patreon.com slash alwaysbebooked. Patreon.com slash alwaysbebooked. $5 a month. Extra episode every freaking day, period. And um, what else? Uh, Always be booked cruise and travel lounge on Facebook. That's where we interact. That's where we play games. We mess with each other. I put up funny things I think are funny. Sometimes you guys do. Sometimes you don't. Uh, Pirates and Pierrunners Cruise, guys, if you have any interest in joining us, October 15th, eight days out of Fort Lauderdale, Aruba, Labadee, and Curacao. The, The Aruba stop is a 12 hour aruba stop i can't be more excited for that we got a good uh 15 20 people going right now hopefully that number is climbing hopefully we'll get near 30 but we got a couple of months we got a couple of months we still got some good pricing i think it's like 1900 all in for a balcony all in everything tax port charges both guests 1900 for a balcony for an eight days on a mega ship can't beat it all right that's about it you guys are the best Boat drinks cones. There's a place where the boat is from. It takes away a little bit of
0: problems. You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat is from. Take one part sand, one part sea, and one part set of a nine-hour tree. And the drinks are cold, and the reggae is hot. And I know this is the place for me. Get away. Where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves Jimmy There's a perfectly good island somewhere Where will ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat from It takes away, I love your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up to where the boat leads from, it takes away. I look your big problems. You could worry you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from, so get away. To where the boat leaves from, it takes away. I look your big problems. You could worry you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the. So get away. To where the boat leaves from, it takes away my lucky big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from.